Our conversation with Mary Kramer, Crane Communications Group Publisher, this time around brought to you by Varnum Law, business law experts that are in your corner. Visit VarnumLaw.com. Mary, good morning to you. How are you? I am great, Steve. How are you? Everything is sensational. Uh, we pick things up with page one action. Uh, President Trump clearly not the only person upset by GM's plant closings. Yeah, this is a story. Actually, this is a very important story because Chad Livengood looks at the tax credit issue with General Motors. Now, um, the the state during the 2000s when Governor Granholm was governor, we were trying to hang on to every manufacturing job we could. And so the state was offering tax credits to the Detroit automakers, uh, Fiat Chrysler, Ford Motor Company, General Motors. And those credits eventually... Steve, I don't know if you remember, but there were actually, in 2015, the state, in order to meet those obligations and pay those, they're paying millions of dollars to the automakers to keep jobs in Michigan. Those are those tax credits. Sure. And so, so in 2015, the state actually had to make other kinds of budget cuts to make good on these promises of these tax credits. So they renegotiated all the deals. It's transparent for Ford. It's transparent for Fiat Chrysler. We know exactly how much money up to these dollars will be paid by, you know, 2029 or 2020, uh, 2030. But GM's agreement with the state is not transparent. It's not public. And so we don't know exactly how much money the GM will be paid over the next few years for these jobs. So I, I think there's going to be a lot of attention paid to this because in the light of the plant closings and um, and job cuts, uh, there will be a lot of lawmakers who are not crazy about giving GM money for tax credits when they're actually cutting jobs. And you know, Mary, uh, when the announcement was made from GM, certainly uh, you feel for those uh, who are going to be laid off. And you know, the trickle-down when something like this happens is unbelievable uh, from an economic standpoint because there's businesses near these plants uh, that rely on it as well, and uh, it, it, it's sad on so many levels. Yeah, it is, but then the other, the other uh, flip of the coin here is really what they're trying to do is position for different kinds of products in the future. And there's a second story that we have by Dustin Walsh that talks about GM wants fewer workers because electric cars, if that's the future, require fewer workers. And so they're really focused on innovation and freeing up enough money internally to be able to focus on the future, not the past, not the legacy products. So it's a very, it's a, it's a tightrope that they're walking really right now. And there's a lot of political implications. And, and as you said, the trickle down, it, it's definitely there. And uh, certainly a story on page three, Mary, uh, that is close to my heart. That is Bill Shea taking a look at uh, the one, the only, Lomas Brown uh, as the color analyst here on Lions Radio. Saw Bill, as a matter of fact. He was there at the Thanksgiving Day game against the Bears and uh, put together a very nice piece uh, involving the mayor of Lionville, Lomas Brown. Well, you know, he's got a one-year contract, as you know, and he's and this is new for him. He'd done it a couple of times, one-off sorts of things. But what Bill has done is is looked at his background, you know, five different NFL teams, a Super Bowl ring, and the kinds of insights that he can bring. But he's he's got a learning curve, so uh, and he acknowledges that. But the hard work that he's putting into this job makes me think that he will be very successful. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Uh, you know, he uh, takes it very seriously. He puts a lot of work into it. He does his research. He does his homework. 
uh, a personality that is uh, second to none, uh, not to mention the plethora, and there I go throwing $5 words around <laughs> in an early hour, a plethora of information that uh, he can share. Yeah, that's great. And and the, the story also includes some of the business stuff that he's doing in the local area. And it's significant. He has helped some companies. He's he, he's an introducer. He's a connector. And he's helped one company get its product on shelves in Meyer stores. You know, so he uses his influence uh, in, in business ways, too. So it, it's a good story. It's a great feature by Bill Shea. And uh, finally, a story of promise here there, Mary. Uh, we're going to stay on page three. The new owner of Eastland Mall is promising some pretty big things. Well, you know, East, it's, it's kind of a dead mall right now. If you've been by there, the big anchors are gone. And uh, this outfit out of uh, the New York area has purchased the mall. And, and, and it has experience. It has a couple of other malls that it owns in uh, Michigan. And it has experience in trying to revitalize um, malls. And what they're planning to do is make it, they're, they're looking at things like making it more of an entertainment center, maybe mixing it up like an urgent care center inside the space, or perhaps even office space. And if you have been to Fear Lane uh, in Dearborn, not owned by the same company, but that's exactly what's happened. There are Ford Motor Company workers working in the Dearborn, in the Fairlane Mall in, in Dearborn. And uh, that gives traffic to the mall, and, and it, it uses some of this excess space because retail is one of those industries that's had a lot of challenges and probably were over-mauled in this country. No question. And is it just me, Mary, or have urgent cares replace tanning salons as far as retail <laughs> space goes? You know, I was talking to somebody uh, uh, last night, as a matter of fact, talking about urgent care centers and outpatient surgery centers where they're doing all kinds of... I, I'm, I'm up for surgery. I'm getting a new hip in a, in a week. And they and someone asked me, oh, are you going to one of the outpatient centers? And I said, really? Outpatient for, for hip replacement? But the surgery <laughs> centers are doing just about everything now, so... Well, good luck with that, and uh, chances are you'll be in much better shape walking around uh, for the holidays there, That's Mary. That's what I'm planning on. Thanks a lot, Steve. All right, take care. That is Mary Kramer, Crane Communications Group Publisher here on WJR, brought to you by Varnum Law, business law experts that are in your corner. Visit VarnumLaw.com.